Welcome to the Money Down Podcast. I'm James White, along with Jordan Shell and Warren Heron. We'll be breaking down the divisional playoff games this week. We had some good games. I know the wild card weekend wasn't as competitive, but the divisional round was pretty impressive. Ravens, Texas will be the first game we go over. I thought it was a good football game. You know, so talked about he thought the Texans had a really good chance to win this one. They they came out that first half. They were they was ready to go second half. You know, they they didn't really have no, you know, nothing left in the tank. So I don't know yeah. what y'all thoughts on the Ravens Texans game this past weekend. Yeah, you, you kind of knew that the Texans was going to have to play an out-of-body experience type game just because, you know, a lot of the weapons that they had on the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, they lost due to injuries, you know, this year. But I think they came out. They came out strong, like going into halftime, going in 10-10. I just think, bro, and it's it's a it's a tough task for any NFL team, but they didn't have an answer for that boy LJ, number eight. They didn't have no answer for him, man. You know, I don't, I don't want to take, you know, I don't want to put too much blame because he ain't an easy person to stop, you know what I'm saying, or game plan for or any of that. Um, you know, so shout out to LJ and the Ravens and that, you know, that offensive line, just that whole unit and then that defensive unit, man. They yeah. went out there and, you know, CJ been playing so strong the so whole well. year, yeah. right? Like what he did to the Cleveland Browns, which we've been hearing for the longest is a Super Bowl contending defense, um, what he was able to do to them. And then you kind of just felt like, all right, if he could have another week like that, they had a shot, but they ended, they stopped all that from the jump. So, you know, shout out to the Ravens, man. They, 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 they dangerous. They want to win. They want to win. This definitely, this definitely could be the Ravens year, man. Like they look really good. They're firing on all cylinders. You know, obviously, a couple injuries here and there, but you know, people are stepping up. You know, guys making plays. That defense, like you got a Texans team that has played phenomenal all year. CJ Stroud, first year. Shouts out to him. You know, he had a decent game, but that defense is going to be tough to deal with in these playoffs. So I'm really looking forward to watching this defense continue to play well. And I mean, we all know what what, what Lamar Jackson bringing to the table. So that's always going to be a tough out every week. So it was it was a tough it was it was going to be a tough game for for Houston either way but uh I mean I love watching it man yeah I mean the Texans they came out ready to play like I said you know going into halftime they started to heat Lamar up a little bit it seemed like either either he was confused or the line was confused they're bringing edge pressure getting to him and then you know they talked about a little bit at ha- or at halftime or post game that Lamar went in there at halftime was telling everybody kind of you know tighten up. up a little bit They'll come out right after halftime, walking down the field, and that was it. Really, just locked in and got into that boat. This is a it's a fun team to watch, though. They really have you know all the pieces you need to win a Super Bowl offensively and defensively. You know if they're playing at their best, man. It's they hard to spot, especially with Lamar, man. Whether it's throwing, running, that he looks like he he's trying to get what he came there to get as a Super Bowl. Then we'll go to this next game: the Packers versus the 49ers. Man, Ooh. I thought. Them Packers, man, they just like the just like the Texans. They playing with house money, going going up against number one seed. You know, they had the game. They probably played one of their better football games for about you know, up until like midway through the fourth quarter. And then it just started to to slip away. They had Brock Purdy uncomfortable. And I know it was raining and everything, but he had a lot of off target throws, and they made it tough on him. And they made the 49ers play from behind. That's how you gotta play that football team. You don't want to yeah. let them jump out on you. You got to yeah. see if Brock Purdy can make those throws and all that. But I thought they had this football game, man. Which Because they, <laughs> they did. Because they did, bro. That, that missed field goal, I want to say, hurt. in the fourth quarter, to go Carl up said. seven, it would have yeah. been – yeah, because it was up four, to go up seven. And I don't never – you know, we all play football. We know, man, you got four quarters for, you know – 
to execute in multiple plays and multiple ways uh, to just put it all on one play or one missed field goal. But yeah. I think that I think that miss was really the turning point. And you know, within the game, you can feel that momentum starting to creep back. Like, man, hey, we got to go out there and get one more drive, or we got to go out there and make a play. Like, you just felt that momentum of the 49ers starting to creep back. The crowd started getting back into the game. And I think that was the shift. Uh, yep. You know, between that Packers, that Packers team, you know, taking a loss right here. Yeah, for sure. I, man, I was it was so good to see the Packers, you know, play like we know they could. I mean, it was, we talked about it last week. Like I, I personally had the Packers winning this game. I mean, they had been playing very well coming up with those last few weeks of the season, you know, proving who they were and whatnot. But I mean, you got to give it to San Fran being able to gut it out, you know, make the stops when they needed to. My biggest thing was the last play of the game. Bro, <laughs> we, talked about, bro, we talked about it in a chance. And, you know, I'm going to be the first one to say I'm not a quarterback, bro. I'm not – I don't know what it's like with the game on the line. You know, you got everything on your shoulders. You're a young quarterback. You're trying to make something happen. But I just felt like that was so unnecessary, bro. Yeah. Yeah, run the ball, you know, so extend, away, continue yeah. to extend the play, <laughs> throw it out, throw it away, let yourself, you know, give yourself another chance. But you throwing it – there's like three people in the air, three San Francisco players in the area. It's like, bro, why? Like what makes you want to do something like that? But, again – I mean, it was a great game to watch. Like, really, like it was probably, I, my, in my opinion, it was the best game to watch out of the four that we saw or that that played this past weekend. Yeah, that was that was a fun one to watch for sure. I thought the the last play, obviously, they young quarterback man. Sometimes yeah. you get a little a little bit too confident, you know, in yeah. your ability, especially uh, in, in that type of situation. Like they say, pressure bust pipes, and right there, yeah. he just made a decision that obviously he definitely would love love to take back. <laughs> then we jump into the Lions and Bucks game. This was a this was a good football game right here. I thought it would be a tough matchup for the Lions, you know, in their defense. And our guy, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you know, getting that interception. You talking talking his shit. That Yo, before the game. You know he talking that guy. <laughs> he backed it up, got him a pick, flipped the ball to Baker and everything. I, I, I just knew he was going to get a pick this game after the way he was talking. But I said, he, this kid's a, he's a good football player. He's one of those guys that, Obviously, you love him if he on your team. If he on your team. He ain't on your team. You want to box him. That's just, <laughs> yeah. that's just the way it goes. So, you know, Jared Gall came to play. You know, I love watching this one with Jameer Gibbs. I know a lot of people, you know, were talking about him being drafted, you know, at number 12 overall to the Lions. That kid really showed some stuff this past weekend, running the football, catching the football. Yeah, he definitely boy. has a bright future, especially with that speed. You know how dangerous he could be. So, I don't know game what game you guys game. like from that game, Lions versus Bucks. Man, he, Jameer was a game changer, bro. I really enjoy watching him tote the rock, man. But watching, man, enjoy watching him carry the ball all year. I mean, that's a complete team. They're gonna be tough. Hey. They're gonna be tough in the playoffs, and it's about time, right? Detroit norm, normally trash. <laughs> like to be able to see them put the pieces together, Dan Campbell doing the thing with doing his thing with his team, and I love seeing, uh, I love seeing a former player at the at the head coach as a yep. head coach having success, bro. Like you love seeing that. Um, Buck, the Bucks played a great game, bro. Yep. Baker had a really yeah. good game obviously a couple mistakes you know throwing that pick and things like that but i mean mike evans big time playmaker had a huge game bro bro had a huge game bro hey hey, mike mike's still trying to get paid again (laughs) (laughs) after he after this year that he had even with you know the age or whatever the case is, he yeah. he definitely deserve it. But man, hats off to Detroit, dog. Like oh. I seen something today that was like the last time they was in 
you know, the <laughs> NFC championship game or something like the iPod wasn't invented. Four people on the team weren't even born yet. I think it was like Bro, Jared Goff, Jameer it's Gibbs. Been a minute. Like four people weren't even born yet. Yeah, um, but like you said, Warren, they are a complete team. And I yeah. really I like I don't I hate putting predictions out there, but <laughs> bro, I, I think what gives them problems is elite passing teams, right? Yeah, like they can stop the run. They got yeah. a they got a good and elite pass, in my opinion. Aiden is is elite. They got a He's good elite pass, pass rusher. He's an yeah. elite pass rusher. Yeah. And then you go to the offense side of the ball. They can throw the ball and they can run the ball. Now, if Jared Goff can maintain that, you know, just play within the game, be a game changer, which is not yep. bad, right? Be a game, I mean, be a, a, a game manager. And yep. um, you know what I'm saying? And that and that secondary can hold up. I don't see any. I don't see any more of the three remaining teams. I don't see any elite passing team uh, yep. that I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that I For feel sure. like is gonna really threaten them. So it sounds crazy, but man, we could have Detroit holding that Lombardi at the end of the year. So I'm yeah. looking forward to this game between San Fran and Detroit, and uh, you know the rest of the playoffs is. is these next two games are, is 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 good matchups for yeah, us. We got good sure. matchups. It's for gonna sure. be fun to watch. And then the the finale, I know Shoot our out. guy Matt, man, I know he was tight about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. He's versus Bills, man. It's it was definitely another one one of those for the books. You know, Mahomes gets our guy Josh Allen once again in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I know the the Bills are banged up, but I thought they played tough. Mm-hmm. You know, Mahomes, he was a little off kilter early, but he started to heat it up. Rasheed Rice is making plays. Pacheco, you know, was doing his thing. You know, doing the, you know, running, <laughs> running through stuff. They were <laughs> putting his, putting his feet in the so ground, funny. running hard. You know, the, the Chiefs defense stepped up. I don't know what you guys' thoughts on you know Chiefs versus Bills. Like, I thought, I thought Josh Allen played a really good game. I know he missed like a few throws towards the end or made a couple of bad decisions, but like I said, he was. He's trying to play like Superman out there. Had to throw the yeah. digs that you know could have been a catch. Had to throw the yeah. Sherfield could have been a catch there. So I don't know what's you guys' thoughts on that one. Um, I mean, a good game, right? Like a good game for the ages, dog. Uh, like you said, it took Mahomes to start off a little slow, and you know he threw up through the game, but that's that's what champions do, right? Like they find a way that, you know, you game plan. These first two quarters are usually game plan and you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out how defense are attacking you. And then once you figure it out, the great ones, right? Tom Brady, the Peyton Mannings. Once they figure out what you're doing on the defense side of the ball, you're pretty much at their mercy. And I think that's what Pat was able to do. Um, I, I'm a real big Spags guy in, in, uh, yeah. with uh, KC's D coordinator. And I think people don't yeah. understand the type of looks and, and different coverages that he shows. And, you know, when he's able to confuse you for those one or two key possessions, right, in the playoffs, everything's get tighter. You used to having five, six possessions in the NFL game. You know, now you might have, you know, four, you know, three or four. That's real. That's really important. And if I can get you and stop you and confuse you on one or two of those possessions, I can change the whole dictation of this game. So shout out to Spags. Buffalo Bills, they played a good game, but, you know, sometimes you just come up short. Got to get back to the drawing boards. Got to always, you know, figure out what it is, what can get you over that hump. And, you know, take another shot at it next year. For sure, I think for the I think for Buffalo, man, you gotta they gotta capitalize on those turnovers, man. They got a couple of uh, a big a big turnovers, um, 
going their way and just couldn't capitalize. Um, and then also on the other thing is like being able to adjust. I don't think they were making enough adjustments to put yeah. themselves in positions to score. Like those, they had a couple of drops to at the end of the game, you know, ended up in three and outs and they had good field position, things like that. Um, Kansas city made adjustments, you know, shutting down a run a little bit in the second half. That's, um, that's the difference. <laughs> that was, yeah. I think that was a difference. And we talk about it. We talked about it, you know, like how important the run game is. And for Kansas city to be able to stop that, you know, I really cut, it really cut off a lot of what Buffalo could do to put points on the board. So, I mean, shout out to Kansas City on a big game. I always love – I personally, I love watching Pat Mahomes play, man. He's 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 a playmaker. He extends play as well. He's got a big arm. Uh, just, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the game right now. Obviously, started off a little bit slow, but you know how he is in the playoffs. So, excited to see what he does this yeah. next week. Yeah, I thought that was really the difference. Buffalo was running the ball at their own will the first half, and that's that's different from Buffalo. You know, they want to see Josh Allen drop back and throw it. James Cook was running it. You know, a couple of the other backs were doing their thing. They really were getting Spags out of his zone. You know, he wanted to get you in third mm-hmm. and long and yeah. dial up his yep. exotic stuff, get some pressures, mm-hmm. corner blitzes, and all that stuff. But yep. if you're able to run the football, you can keep him out of that. But in the second half, Chiefs defense started slow to run down, and the Bills couldn't really throw the football, got a couple three and outs and all that. So that's really was a difference. A big thing that I want to talk about is, you know, McCole Harmon had the two fumbles, had the one where he's trying to reach the ball out, you know, trying to score in that situation. But as people talking about the rule might get changed for that touchback or it's going to be coming into question, how do y'all feel about that rule? No way. I, don't, no way. I don't think it needs to be changed. Uh, I mean, if you're going to reach the ball out to try and score in that situation, the ball deserves to go to the other team if you fumble through the end zone. Right. I, I don't know why in the world they would change that. What you guys thoughts on that? You seen you seen Buffalo a couple years ago, uh, you know, made some complaints about the overtime rule and they changed yeah. it for them. So I think this is yeah. one of these situations, right? Like they, you know, it, there's been some games decided on these type of things. But James, you can attest to this. There's a well, now that you know Bill's no longer the head coach of New England, but you can attest like that. That's a rule in that in that yeah. building. Like don't yeah. don't don't reach out for the pylon because like, yeah. we lose this. That's your ass. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, um, we just got like, you know, teams just got to, you know, guys and teams just got to preach that and understand that, you know, certain things can cost can cost you and put you in situations where you lose the ball. And that's one of them. Yeah, I think like I mean, you think about it right now, like, for example, right now, a fumble. I mean, obviously, it's it's a it, it's a game changing thing. But truth be told, like in between uh, in between the end zones, it benefits the it benefits the offense if it's fumble forward, right? Yeah. Like for example, if ball rolls out of bounds, goes past first down line, that's first down, right? Yeah. Like defense doesn't get the ball. So at what point does the defense benefit <laughs> from punching the ball <laughs> out in a crucial situation? So if they punch it out, that thing go out the back of the end zone. Is it, 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 it? The rule has the rule has to stay. You have to be able to award the defense for making a play in the red zone because otherwise if it happens and it continues to roll down the field and go out of bounds it's offense ball first down continue keep it moving right so i mean you have to be able to you know allow the defense to be able to benefit off of that yeah man they they, simple as put they can't change that That, they they're doing too much to help the offense these days but finally championship weekend who do y'all like first we'll go chiefs at Ravens, who y'all like in this match? <laughs> Bro, it's so hard. And the football, like the football in me is, I am really going to be interested in looking into the chess match between yeah. coordinators. And I yeah. hit about it a little bit earlier with Spags. Like, 
and people don't understand this man will show you cover zero and be in two invert where the, <laughs> the corners pushing to the half, the safety might be pushing here, the nickel might be blitzing. Boy, boy, it, it, it go, all of it goes against all the rules. And I think Spags is going to make it an emphasis this whole week that if we can figure out how to, I won't say stop Lamar, but slow him down and slow that run game down, and he has to beat us throwing. And I'm not saying Lamar can't because he can. But when you think about just like the game plan aspect of it, and I'm playing this person, like I got to figure out what I can make a weakness or exploit maybe a weakness. And that's going to yeah. be my key in this game. If Lamar comes out and he can, and he can, and Spag shows him all these different looks and he doesn't get confused and he can make these throws. And also he can also contribute a little bit in the run game, which they're going to try and take away. I got the Ravens, but we going to see, man, a piece of me just want to go KC. Cause you know what you're facing. It's like Patrick Mahomes has become the Brady of, the, yeah, of the Jimmy, NFL yeah, where yeah. you know not to you don't bet your money against you know you, you just know don't bet your money against Brady right you never could count him out and that's who Patrick Mahomes is so I'm gonna go Ravens but it's gonna be an interesting game they play in the bank right yeah 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 they play in the bank <laughs> hey yeah, we in the bank we see me outside the bank <laughs> nah bro I, I mean and we also talked about this before too, it, or we also we, t- we we talk about it in our text group and things like that. But uh, being indoors and outdoors, right now it's a fair yeah. it's a fair game. You indoors, bank is a, bank is indoors. Right, right? It's outdoors, no. outdoors. No, it's outdoors. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Never mind. My never mind. Well, anyway, well anyway, uh, my thing is gonna be Baltimore's defense, bro. They've Baltimore's defense is dominant, bro. They can pressure yeah. you. They can get pressure. They got really good coverage on the outside. They can play really good man defense, and they linebackers can cover. So I'm really interested nice. to see how Pat Mahomes is going to be able to get to get the ball to his top option because you got Pat Queen and you got Roquan Smith and them boys are very good in coverage. So being yeah. able to see that Travis Kelsey and that linebacker matchup is going to be one to see. Also that run game, how you going to get the run game established? Because the Ravens they could be they big up front too. Yeah. So I'm 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 really interested to see how uh, the Ravens defense going to play Kansas, Kansas City. But I got the Ravens winning. Yeah, I like I like the Ravens as well. I think it's I think it's Lamar's year. It's gonna be a game where he's gonna have to read those coverages right. Those receivers gonna have to read coverages right. And I think that's gonna be the difference. Baltimore's receivers gonna have to step it up this week, whether it's catching short passes, making guys miss. I feel like they're gonna try and force the ball out of Lamar's hands quick, whatever it is, or maybe they'll drop eight. I don't know. He'll he'll mix it up and try and confuse them as much as possible. But I also like the matchup, you know, the Ravens defense you know, against those Kansas City Chiefs receivers. And especially, I like Kyle Hamilton, that matchup against Kelsey. That's going to be yes, one Kelsey, a, big, yeah. a big fun one to watch, a big challenge yeah, for the, the second-year player, see if they try and match him up in the slot a bunch against Kelsey, you know, see if they get Marlon Humphrey back this week from injury. I like the Ravens in that one. The last one, Lions at Ooh. 49ers. What y'all, who y'all liking hey. this? <laughs> hey. hey, I know we talked about CJ, right, talking shit to Baker. But that CJ and Debo little beef side situation. Oh, yeah. oh, and I don't know if y'all remember it a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think both of them were, I think CJ was hurt. I remember him going on Instagram live and them boys chirping and saying, you know, he had him saying he I can't run all routes. We definitely going to see, man. We gonna and see. I, I, the 
piece of me, man. I want to go Detroit, dog. I'm, <laughs> I'm with the Motown. I'm with the Motown on this one, man. It's just like you said with Lamar, like how it's been such a magical year for the Ravens. I feel like it's been like that for Detroit, right? Like Detroit, they've yeah. been on that cusp of the the NFC was a little bit tougher this year, um, as far as like the top heavy teams. But they've been on that cusp where they could have been a two seed, they could have been a one seed, right? Like yeah. they end up being a three seed, but they just they were always in that hunt of being, you know, that top team in the NFC. And I just think. Right now, the way the teams are matched up, I think they I think they got the upper hand, man. If those guys can come out and play solid in the secondary, um, and Purdy has another game that he had like last week, uh, the 49ers in trouble. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And it's been like that too. It's been like that, you know, toward the end of the season. Like Purdy's been a little up and down. So definitely I think Purdy's gonna be the X factor for the Niners. I do have I have Detroit winning, uh, because I think that defense is gonna be able to make it's gonna be able to cause some havoc, especially up front. I think uh Aiden Hutchinson's gonna be able to get to the quarterback, frustrate Brock Purdy a little bit. So I'll be I'm 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 excited to watch that game too. I'm taking both number one seeds. I'm rolling with the 49ers, man. Okay. I think all right. I don't think it's going to be on Purdy. I think it's going to be CMC that's going to steal the day. I think he's been balling all year long. They're going to lean on him, whether they have Debo Samuel or not. We'll see if the Lions can slow down their run game. And I just think that that 49ers defense, man, I think they, they're going to make it extremely tough. They just got to slow those backs down. You know, yeah. obviously, golf, golf can – he can hit the – they're going to have to stop Amara St. Brown. That's the guy. Amara St. Brown. Him, him yep. and LaPorta. Him and, and LaPorta. LaPorta. Yeah. You get those two guys, which I which I think they can, then they'll be all right. But that's going to be the challenge. This team, you know, last year they made it to this NFC Championship, lost all their quarterbacks. So I think they're really motivated to be in this situation right here and try and get to a bowl. And I think it's going to be a rematch, Ravens 49ers. I think that would be an epic game, you know, in the Super Bowl, man. I think that's going to be dope if those two teams make it. But Detroit, definitely right there in it, man. They, they've had a, a magical year. They feel motivated. They believe. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely got a chance. I don't think it's going to be – I think both games will be decided at one of those final possessions. For type sure. Of week, man. I think For it's sure. going to be a, hey, a great hey, football. Quick hitter. So the last like four or five Super Bowls, if you looked at the logo, has matched the teams that have made the Super Bowl. Right after this, bro, we got to go and check it out. It's crazy. So, I know all that, you know, the script is written and all that stuff like that. <laughs> if the 49ers and the Ravens go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> it's definitely some shit going on. <laughs> the script. Oh, man. Never know. We're going to see that. We'll check that out after this, yeah, after this episode over, man. But that's a wrap. For this week's Money Down podcast, I'm James White, Lawrence and George Show, Warren Heron, bring you NFL news, all football news, everything football, man. Great, well, great weekend of football. Show. Sure.